Matthew from Arizona, and I want to share my story about how I found Christ. I was lost, and you know, I was raised in church. My mom, she found Jesus when she was addicted to drugs, and you know, we lost our way. I followed my mom, thinking it was the right way, and we got into a very dark place. And uh, I wanted to give up, but I remembered little from. Sunday school growing up and I prayed and I asked Jesus to help me and sure enough he sent me my sister and my sister brought me back to church and you know he picked me up and he showed me the light when I was in the dark and I just owe him everything and he's my everything. Lots of stories. Different paths people take but the leading to Christ. Not different paths just leading to wherever they take you with all of the multiple religions and beliefs and values in the world, but a path that leads to Christ, the creator of the universe. In the beginning was the word. The question is, what brought you to Christ? I think some some people have a journey that's a little um, difficult, very bumpy. In fact, most stories, I think, end uh, with defeat in our own life, recognition that we need Christ Some of us grew up in Christian homes and um, were taught the message, listened, came to a point of personal belief, but maybe didn't have some of the bumpiness in the life that some of you have had that led you ultimately to Christ. And uh, here at Intentional Living, we thought today would be just a really cool way to start this year again by hearing the stories of you all telling us how, um, what it was that led you to Christ. What was it? Was it failure? Was it uh, success in your life? Was it growing up in the church and Sunday school? Uh, was it VBS, um, going to youth camp? What was it? Or was it out of loss in your life? Give us a call. We'd love to hear your story. Just uh, briefly, I know testimonies can be very long. We don't have a whole half hour for everybody. Uh, but we would like to take a minute or two and hear your story. What led you to Christ? What was it? A person that impacted your life? Uh, how the Spirit of God move in your life, what brought you to Christ, and how it's changed your life. 888 is my number. 888 Stephen's ready to go. We're on Facebook Live. Welcome, world. Nice to see you all there. Be a part of your life as well. Um, you're welcome to call, or you can post just a comment there, and we'll try to read some of those. Again, 888 is my phone number. How was it that uh, you turned your life to Christ? What happened? What, what brought you to that point? I'll tell you my story. And in fact, I'll have Stephen, my producer, come in here if he gets a break a little later in the show and tell us his story as well, um, how he came to Christ. Uh, but let's get started. First uh, with uh, Nancy um, joining us in Arizona, talking about how you came to Christ. Nancy, welcome to Intentional Living. Who was it or what was it that brought you to Christ? Well, actually, God brought me to Christ. <laughs> Grace wanted me. Uh, what mm-hmm. happened was, is my um, I had a step aunt who had me for the week, and um, she just brought me off in front of this Baptist church, and she said they're having Bible school in there. Go in there. And um, there wasn't a lineup; it was late, and so I just walked into the main building, 
and everybody was sitting there, and it was mostly teenagers or older kids, and I just walked down and sat in front, in the front, very front seat. Well, all the rest of kids mm-hmm. my age had gone on to their rooms, and I had found out that these were just 12-year-olds or 13-year-olds, and I sat there, and I listened to the message, and I was six. And at the end of the message, I was bawling my eyes out. Mm-hmm. And the pastor came up and said, do you understand what I said? And I said, yes. And he said, do you know what it means to be washed white as snow? And I looked at my Bible. I had a little white Bible. And I said, yes, I have this Bible. Mm. That's white as snow. And he said, do you know what I'm talking about? Whatever. I said, God redeems you. And I said, he takes you home. He keeps you. He's yours. And he said, yes. <laughs> so I was baptized that week. Good for you. You know, so I think... I always... Go, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Nancy. I just felt all my life that he has the special thing that he wanted from me or he needed or he he did, he just wanted me to be his. Uh-huh. And, and I'm his. From the very beginning, I was kind of a child that wasn't particularly wanted by others. And he always let me know that I was wanted. Mm. You are wanted, Nancy. That's a reminder, you know. If you want to read something, read uh, Ephesians, pretty heavy. Ephesians chapters 1, 2, and 3 really lay out the fact that we are chosen, we are loved. He cares for us. He redeems us. We are saved by grace, not by works. He loves us. No matter how deep the pit is, no matter what you've been through, where you are, what you've faced, uh, what you've done, God loves you. He cares for you. And we all come to the cross of Christ equal. There's none better than others. God doesn't look down and says, well, he's an eight and he's a four and he's a three. Uh, we're all equal in his sight. From his perspective, we're all the same. We're a sinner saved by grace. And uh, we see that in Ephesians. And then, of course, we focus, too, on the second half of Ephesians that talks about how we live. Therefore, he says in chapter uh, 4, verse 1, therefore, and he goes on to teach how we're to live, how we're to handle our marriage and our family and our work and our finances, and all the things in our life that matter, I mean, from day to day. That's where intentional living fits in. But today, we're hearing the beginning story, the first step of coming to Christ. What was it that led you to Him? What was it? Or who was it? Tell us your story. 888-888-1717 is my number. 888-888-1717. I tell you what, let's go to Candace in Kansas uh, appreciate your call today. Who, who, or what brought you to Christ, Candace? Um, it was actually my grandmother. Um, when I was, I led a life of drugs and alcohol, and I was in jail a few times. Um, so my only outlet was either death or jail time, prison time. So when I was twenty, my grand, um, I got pregnant with my oldest daughter, and my grandma was so excited. So we went to church finally. She had asked me a ton of times to come to church. And when I had my daughter, I took her with us. And once we went there, it just, it felt so nice. And we haven't stopped going. And my oldest daughter is now 12. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't imagine life without the Lord. And my oldest daughter actually said on Mother's Day this year that the reason she comes to church is because she's been going since she was two weeks old. Mm -hmm. And 
that her mom, that me, I show her how to be a Christian. Though I'm not a perfect one, mm. but with God's help, and we read the Bible, and it's just amazing to see the kids be as excited in the Lord. Fantastic. And He has answered so many prayers, and it's just, He's, without Him, I, I wouldn't be where I am today. Mm, amen. Thank you, Candace. The, the humility of the calls today. Uh, we don't come to Christ out of our pride. It's out of our humility and His grace that makes the difference. All right, let's get a couple more calls on here before our first break. Let's go to Marisa in uh, Michigan. Welcome to the show today. How are you? Thank you, Dr. Randy. I appreciate the opportunity to be able to speak to everyone. Well, I'm, I'm humbled and honored. Well, go right ahead. Uh, what, what brought you to Christ, Marisa? I have been a faithful person my entire life. It, it's just... It's envisioning God has, is something that I do, you know, I call it manifesting. The things I've accomplished in my life, I owe it to my faith and believing in what I can do as a human being. But what really made my faith stronger was my son. Hmm. And he had made a comment that he didn't believe in God. And that really scared me as a mama. And I just broke down and just started praying, how can I connect my kids? to a better relationship with Jesus Christ and God, our father. And through that, um, we joined a different church that had more children activities. And as we've done that, we have seen our church continue to grow with more children. And I really believe that's God answering prayers. And he has helped me through the last year, through one of the most challenging times in my life, um, unfortunately, I've, I, I'm now divorced, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I've had so many struggles, and I just, I've gotten down on my knees and just prayed and manifested something different, which has led me to a new relationship based in faith, and just this connection of my children in this church. I am so, so thankful for my church community and knowing that Jesus is my Savior, and the mistakes I've made in my life, they're forgiven. Because I've made a lot of them. And God says that um, if we confess, it says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess, Marissa, uh, our sins. And why is that important? God already knows. There's a, that, that sense of, hey, I have failed. I am a sinner. But God, you are a forgiving God. The world would never teach this. The world never preached this. The world would never acknowledge that there's um, sin in the world. But when, when John reminds us, as you do as well, Marissa, that uh, when we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, the Bible says, and to cleanse us, which is a beautiful picture, isn't it? Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Powerful. Okay, Marissa, thank you for your call. How the impact from your, your kids, your son in particular, made a difference in your life. If you just joined us, what is this? Intentional living. We're talking about people who trusted God for his intentional love because God is intentional. That's why we teach this. God is intentional. He loves us. He cares for you. As my pastor likes to say, he's crazy about you. And that's true. He loves you no matter where you are, what pit maybe you have dug yourself into um, and feel like just pulling the sand and dirt right over your, over yourself. He loves you. He cares for you today. And these stories are of people who have chosen to give their life to Christ, the first step in a brand new path for living. 
Uh, let me go to Robin before the break in Arizona. Robin, welcome to the show. What brought you to Christ? Hi, thanks for having me today. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel very blessed and honored. I grew up with parents that are still to this day fearing God, serving people. And I grew up, they're 90, my father's 90, mm-hmm. my mother's 88. They led by example my entire life. Um, they walk the walk, they talk the talk. They raised all six of us in church. And at night, I remember growing up as a kid, we had a console stereo in the hallway. And every night, my dad would stack 10 to 15 albums, records. And we would all go to bed every night, say our prayers as a family. And we would listen to music every single night growing up. Yeah. On Sunday nights, we a lot of us slept under the pews as church was still going and we were tired. But my parents never, ever wavered in their faith in their walk with God and have always, and still to this day, um, serve God. So I feel very blessed to, in my entire life, I've never known anything other than serving God. I was Mm -hmm. raised in that atmosphere. So I feel very blessed with that. That's amazing. You know, uh, Robin, many of our callers can't relate to that, you know, growing up in pain and pits and life and, and yet how blessed you were to grow up in this kind of home um, do you ever feel like, uh, wow, I've been so blessed. Uh, it's easy to take it for granted. You know, I, I try to, yeah, there are moments where I have to sit back and take a deep breath and go, I hear stories of people and what they've been through in life. And I try to use that as my, as a witness and just say, I've been so blessed to have godly parents that love the yeah. Lord and taught me God's ways. And my father, who um, every night growing up as a kid, as a teenager, my fondest memory of my father was he was on his knees in the living room praying to God every night out loud, verbally speaking to the Lord and thanking him. And that's where I got it from my father. Thank God. He would say, thank you, God, for my family. Thank you for my job. Thank you for my home. Thank you for my beautiful wife. Thank you for my children that are going to walk and serve you all the days of their life while they're on this earth. That's what I grew up with. I know that I'm, I'm blessed. And there are moments like anybody. I'm a single mom. I raised three kids. That wasn't in my, my plan, but that's what unfolded. And I never was angry with God. I just take a deep breath and go, wow, God, you must have something really amazing for me. I don't see it right now. I don't need to see it. I know what your word says, and I'm putting my faith in you, and I'm going to look forward and know that you've got my back, and you're going to take care of me and my children. And he has. Amen. Powerful. Thank you, Robin. Different paths, one destination, coming to Christ. Let's take that break. Uh, Jennifer, we'll be back. You can join us. We're staying here afterward, recording for later in the week with stories of how you came to Christ. Uh, You're welcome to join us. 888-888-1717. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. The words we choose are important. Jesus' words speak to the essence of who He is, as our words are a reflection of who we are. 
So what do the words we choose to live by every day say about us? In Dr. Randy's teaching, Words Are Transformational, you'll learn to choose a word for the year that will define who you are and how you'll live. When you come up with a word for the year, you can remember it. You come up with a mission statement of seven or eight words, maybe you can remember it. You come up with a whole paragraph, it's gone. As a new year starts, support Intentional Living with a New Year's gift of $50 or more. When you give, we'll send you the teaching and we'll throw in the Growth with Gratitude journal that will help you build gratefulness to God and others into your everyday life. We'll email you this month's exclusive teaching and other intentional living tools each month. To receive this month's teaching and make your gift for the new year, call 888-888-1717 today or visit theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. And you know what? I hope you'll do that. You know, Kurt, you said you're gonna. we're going to throw it in. It sounds like a throwaway. It's not. I'll tell you this. I, I have it in my hand here, showing it to our Facebook friends. It's called Grow with Gratitude, a guide to cultivating an attitude of gratitude as you unpack God's many treasures. And uh, what it is is every day a scripture and an opportunity for you to fill in. Today I'm grateful for what my prayer is. And then some affirmations that you're declaring, because we're all about one day at a time, living intentionally. Great resource, beautifully done by our team. I want to thank their uh, for their work in preparing this over the last number of months to be able to make it available for you today. And so I hope that you'll join us. Your gift, of course, helps us continue. Come and join us and support here at Intentional Living at theintentionallife.com, theintentionallife.com, or after the show, you're welcome to call 888-888-1717 and press number two to talk to our staff during West Coast Business Hours. During the show, Stephen's busy taking your calls. All right, 888-888-1717. How'd you come to Christ? Cindy, Cindy, welcome from Michigan. Hi there. Thank you. Appreciate your call. How'd you come to Christ? Well, it's a different story than what you've been hearing. Um, When I was born, I was born with a bad heart. Mm. And I had to have open heart surgery, the first one in my town to ever have such a thing. And I had this great aunt that was a nurse. And she prayed over me and took care of me while I was in the hospital. And she's always prayed for me. And growing up, even as before I went to school, before I was five, I had to be in this big building, and it happened to be a church. Hmm. And I had to go. If Mom and Dad wouldn't let me go, I threw a fit. And I've always needed in my life to be in church. Now, my parents both were, they did not believe in, in God. Huh. But um, but this great aunt, this great this aunt of yours that prayed for you, was a believer. But your parents were not so not so sold on this. Right, right. Huh. Uh, and eventually, my brother got in trouble, and I led my mother to Christ. And then um, I lived in Beaufort, South Carolina, and my brother did not want to minister to come to him. He wanted me because he knew my faith was strong. Mm. So I made a trip back to Michigan and I led my brother to Christ. Mm. Powerful. Thank you, Cindy. Appreciate your story from the very beginning. You know what? You may have been growing up in a home where your parents didn't uh, 
they didn't accept Christ, didn't buy into the gospel, didn't understand it, rejected it. But you had that teacher, that Sunday school teacher, Bible school teacher, the the sibling, the um, the friend, maybe an aunt or uncle that was there that made a difference in your life. And I think that's what we heard from Cindy. Joe is next in Texas. Uh, Joe, welcome to the show. What brought you to Christ? Well, Dr. Randy, my we lost a daughter two years ago, oh, 25 years old, mm. to breast cancer. Mm. That daughter taught me so much. I mean, I, I was a strong Christian before, but I'm stronger than Gorilla Glue today because of her. She sang in this part of the country in Lubbock, devout, devoted Christian. She walked it, she talked it, and she meant it. And she sang a song called Thy Will Be Done by Hillary Scott in her Christian genre that she does. Mm. During this time that she was sick for those 19 months, and she looked at me, and she was about 4'9", 4'10", maybe 125 pounds, and healthy at that, height and weight. And she looked up at me, and she goes, as I was trying to talk to her, Dr. Andy, I was trying to let her vent. Mm. And she would look up at me with these little beautiful hands. She worked at a local jewelry store, and she'd say, Stop it, Daddy. Thy will be done. God's got me. I've got it. Now you get it. Hmm. Uh-huh. And what are you supposed to say? Do I? Well, you, you let the Holy Spirit make a difference in your life. She, she spoke. I've got it. Now you get it. She did. And, and she, she had, she sang songs by... Uh, oh, I can't remember. She's Louisiana, but uh, the faith, the the songs, and her faith that was demonstrated, and her transparencies that I re- I I reckoned, you know, I had to sit down out of my backyard for about six weeks, wondering why did I lose a daughter yeah. at twenty five? Yeah, and I know that. I don't think God binds questions, and one day I'm going to ask. And I'm a mm-hmm. Dr. Pepper holic. First thing I'm going to ask you is, would you like to sit down and have a Dr. Pepper? <laughs> and this is what I came across from talking to various pastors and people and counselors in my backyard for six weeks because I couldn't sleep. I had to process this, wrap it around my head, and this is what I came up with. God put my daughter on this earth to impact a lot of people because of her strong Christian belief that she had. And she would say, Daddy, I'm in God's boat. I'm going to go wherever he takes me. Thy will be done. Mm. And so when I saw God, or when I see God, and, and I sit down and visit, I'm going to ask him not so much why did you take my daughter? But why so soon? Mm. And when he gives me that answer, I'm going to take it and I'm going to run with it. And I will close that chapter. Mm. Quite a story. And I'm sure much more to it, Joe. Thank you for taking time from Texas to call. It's a reminder that sometimes there can be a point of crisis in our life that impacts us, that impacts us and makes a difference. Loss of a child, illness, 
divorce. God uses everything. And I say to parents today, be careful. God might be working in your kids' lives and you want to jump in and intervene to solve their problems. And yet God's doing something in their lives. Just a thought. You don't know what God's doing, what he's up to. So be sensitive to that. Okay? Talking about how you came to Christ. Great stories. More coming up. Words are so transformational in life. In fact, Jesus is called the Word in John 1.1. In the beginning was the Word. Why is he called the Word? I love what John Piper says. He says, what God had to say to us was not only about what Jesus said, but who Jesus was and what he did. In other words, our goal should be that our words, or that one word that we pick for 2023, is really a reflection of who we are. And so as you think about one word for this year, I pray you'll pick a word that really is transformational and represents who you are at your core, something that you're growing into as a follower of Christ. One word for 2023. Have you picked it yet? Ours is the word health. I'll be teaching this year on the topic of health, and I don't mean just physical health, but you know everything got damaged, everything got shattered in Genesis 3, from the fall, sin, disobedience, and how that impacts us. And what, what impact does that have on the health of our marriages, the health of our work, the health of our emotions, as well as our body? And what do we do? How do we re- re- respond to that? What does intentional living say to us about our health? Uh, when nearly 20% of our gross national product is spent on health-related costs in this country. And that's just physical, mostly. What about the emotional, relational, and so on? We'll talk about that. Uh, But today, just a reminder, those of you joining us in monthly support, standing with us for intentional living, we want to get to you the monthly teaching, this word, one word, this month rather, one word for for January and for the rest of the year. And then this beautiful, brand new, grow with attitude, gratitude rather, book uh, that we're sending out from our ministry. Our gift to you as you join us Join us in monthly support. We appreciate it. Go to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. We got callers standing by. We're going to record right now at the end of this show, uh, and it'll air later this week. We'd love to have you call and tell us your one thing story. What was it that brought you to Christ? Tell us, 888-888-1717. If you don't know Christ today, but you want to know more about him, you want to come to him today, It's simply saying, you know, I am a sinner. Um, I can't do this on my own. I need you. Come into my life today. And to the best that I understand, I'm going to grow in knowledge of you as I get into Scripture and get into a local Bible-believing church. Give your life to Christ. You know, it says in, in the Bible that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. If you don't know him, can I encourage you today to do that? If you'd like to know more on those first steps, all you have to do is come to our website at theintentionallife.com. Click on today's highlights for today's program, and then you'll see there an opportunity to download an ebook called Your First Steps. Um, you'll enjoy it, it'll be very practical for you. It's our gift to anybody. Just go to the website. Uh, again, theintentionallife.com broadcast highlights click on uh, your first steps with god 
I'm Dr. Randy for our team here, for Gino and for Jennifer and Stephen. Thank you. I mentioned Stephen coming in sharing a story about his dad. We'll have to hold that over for our recording session next because he's been so busy. And I'll share a little more of my story as well. Hope you'll, hope you'll join us then. I'm Dr. Randy. Have a great day. We'll see you next time from Intentional Living.